0: Good morning all and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell your host. How are we all this morning?
1: Good morning, Russell. Good, good morning, everyone. Good morning, everyone.
0: Let we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for today and this, this whole month, Lord, for all the good things that you do in our lives, for every single day that is new and you do not fail to surprise us. You have your own ways that are much higher than our ways. And you continue to do a new thing in your own way. Bringing on new revelation into our hearts. About our own journey, about our circumstances, about our environments. About our walk with you. And about all our ways of the flesh. Where we have been walking astray. You shed light on all those areas of darkness in our lives. And you bid us make that choice. You provide us with all the information, but you do not take away our will. We get to choose whether we will walk with you or away from you. We thank you, Father. That despite all of it, you continue to love us the same that does not change. You continue to quicken our hearts, to provide light about our circumstances, to open up our understanding and pour wisdom in the hope that someday we make that choice to turn towards you and walk with you. And Father, for all the times that we have failed, for all the times we have been vulnerable, for all the times we have acted out of pride, out of ego and out of a strong will, for all the times we have, instead of faith, we have worked out our circumstances and reasoned it out based on our emotions and our intellect, our knowledge that is available to us based on our worldly systems, we ask for forgiveness, Father. We repent or we surrender before You, knowing that You always are much higher. We surrender to that, not only to a higher authority, but to a higher wisdom. So that when we acknowledge Your presence and we ask You to direct our thoughts, our words, our path and our prayer, then by Your Spirit, You lead us in the way we should walk. You reveal Your word to us, which gives us direction. You provide wisdom from that word. And you pull us out of the pit. You are ever willing to forgive. And you are ever willing to release grace upon our lives. We thank you, Father, that you pour your peace and your joy into our hearts every time we commune with you. And we share the same this morning with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you. With all those that do not want to know you. We share it also, Lord. With all those that we are lifting up at our altar of prayer and those that have no one to pray for them. And as we offer our faith, stand in that gap, we call on your name. The name of our maker, our creator. The name of our father, the great I am. The one who makes the parched land into a pool of water, in thirsty land, into springs of water. When we call on his name, he does not turn away it is he who has made for us a way of holiness it is he who blots out our transgressions and remembers them no more it is he who says there is now no condemnation for those that are in Christ and come through Christ and we pray in the name of his son Jesus our Christ the Lion of Judah the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords the God of our salvation the Rock our refuge, the foundation of our Christian experience, the author and the finisher of our faith and of our destiny. He is the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, the door and the sheep gate, the only way to the Father. He is the truth and it is in Him that we have life. And we pray in the name of His Spirit, the Spirit of the living God, the Spirit of Jesus the spirit of life and truth, the spirit of freedom. It is He who changes the times and seasons. It is He who has now made His tabernacle, His dwelling place within our body. And He is given to us to be our comforter, our intercessor, our counsellor, our standby, our strengthener, our backup, our teacher and our friend. We thank You Father that You have blessed us with the gift of Your word and Your spirit. And you have blessed us with the gift of prayer to legally authorize you to step into our circumstances. You have also blessed us with angels, with destiny helpers, with every facilitation, with your anointings and with your gifts. So that not only our physical provisions are met, but every challenge that arises in our circumstances, you have made available a solution for us already in advance. We well, thank you, Father. And as we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make, as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by the precious blood of Jesus. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will for each of these lives, Lord. I call the angels of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, Injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and spiritual attacks. I command that angelic protection and I declare divine exemption in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. And we also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word, Lord, from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth this day. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. I send it in faith in the name of Jesus. In the last couple of days we have touched on grace and how it differs from mercy. And grace is an opportunity to make a fresh start towards achieving that life of abundance that Jesus said he came to give us. So today we reflect on, what are you really using that fresh start for? His promise in John 10.10 was, I came that you might have life and have it to the full. So the question here is, what do you define as fullness of life? Now what did he mean by Fullness of Life? And to find out what you really think it is, you need to look at the content of your prayer. What are you asking for in your prayer? Your definition of abundance in your life will tell you what your concept of Fullness really is. And then we need to look at whether that matches with what Jesus tells us through His Word. So, let's look at what the Bible says about it and what do we think it is. And there are two possible answers there. Does fullness mean being successful or does fullness mean being fruitful? Now, what's the difference? Success is a pursuit of personal goals, ambitions, or targets in our life and an achievement of those. To have adequate finances, maybe a luxurious life, position in society, ambitions in career or business, recognition, possessions, houses, cars, assets, To so success is soulish. It is based on our fleshly desires. Because you can physically quantify or measure it. You can feel it in your emotions. You can calculate it with your intellect. And you desire it with your will. To so all the angles of the soul. And so I say it is fleshly or soulish. Because you can associate it directly with the three lusts of life. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. When you look at all those different measures or descriptions of success, they will fall in one of these three. Then you know it is soulish and you know it is linked with success. And what makes it stand out is, when it is fleshly, then Satan can and will use it against you he rules the kingdom of the flesh why because when it is flesh it is susceptible to temptation to corruption to desire so he will use those three lusts now we can and when it comes to desire then very soon it can give way to pride when it is achieved And if it is not achieved with the right mindset, pride is awaiting just at the door. So it's highly vulnerable to downfall. You know that James 4 says, God hates the proud. So the minute pride is rising within us, we become a candidate for God's hatred straight away. Even in his smallest measure. He gives grace to the humble but he opposes the proud. So we start off with grace, but as soon as pride starts to step in, then the grace turns over. That's what James 4 talks about there. So it's important to submit to God before we can then resist the devil. Why is he saying that? When you submit to God, then you are not following a fleshly pursuit. It becomes spiritual. So let's look at what the other side of it is now. Being fruitful. So being fruitful on the other hand is of the spirit. In Genesis 1 verse 11 we see that everything in creation is meant to bear fruit after its own kind. So man being made in the image of God, that is God kind, was designed to bear fruit after God's kind. When you look further in Genesis 2, you read Genesis 2, 8 and 9 and you read further where God created everything in the garden, you see that He made everything for His own pleasure. So man also was created for God's pleasure. God has His own purposes for man. So being fruitful would mean living up to those purposes. Are we fulfilling those purposes? Are you seeing the difference between success and fruitful now already? Being successful is living after our own purposes or living up to and chasing our own purposes. Being fruitful is chasing God's purposes for our lives. If we actually go into depth on that, then 1 Corinthians 6, 17 to 19 says, You are not your own, you are bought for a price. So we belong to someone who has purchased us. And then because of that, Romans 12 verse 1 and 2 says, Therefore present your bodies as a living sacrifice, as in fulfill what that owner, that master wants you to fulfill. So live up to those purposes. It's going back to the same thing. So We are meant to bear fruit in accordance with god's purposes now, we've studied that in our friday bible study session as well last friday where it came down to bearing internal and external fruit so when you look at that your kind your bearing fruit is fulfilling kingdom purpose and your bearing fruit is fulfilling your character making it align with that of what jesus in his own in his own self, which is essentially what the image and likeness of God is. That's why the book of Hebrews says, in I think it's Hebrews chapter 10, says he, Jesus is the express image of God. His image and likeness. So we are meant to bear fruit after his own kind. That's why John 15 talks about being part or branches of the vine. So when we are in Him, we are a part of Him, we bear His kind of fruit. We carry His kind of character and nature. And the fruit that the Spirit comes to give us is seen in Galatians Galatians 5, 21 and 22. So moreover, this fruit, now, contrary to success, this fruit is not something that you measure or you feel. It's not a physical object when you look at the fruit of the Spirit, Galatians 5, 21, 22 Rather, you look at all of those descriptors and each of them is an attitude. It's a part of our nature. Nature of the spiritual man, modeled on the character of Jesus and this fruit is produced in us by the Holy Spirit. When you look at success, you would typically work towards it and you earn it. Whereas here, every time when you look at being fruitful, you bear fruit, you don't earn it, you don't work towards it. Because the Spirit works towards it within us and we bear it, we yield it. So it's, his responsibility. <clears throat> Sorry. it's his responsibility to work for it, to work on it, to work on us. And we will bear fruit. So bearing fruit then is an outcome of the development of your spirit man. While growing success is an outcome of the desire of the fleshly man. Are you seeing the difference? Our own purposes of the flesh versus the purposes of God and His nature. The question there then is, what are you inclined to? To the flesh and its success or to the spirit and its fruitfulness? And to find that out, we will have to go back to what we said at the start. Look at the content of your prayer. What are you asking for? Are you asking for things that are defined or described by and are classified as success, fleshly pursuits, money, assets, physical goods, and then there is a prayer of and that is the prayer of success. Or are we asking for wisdom, character, patience, ability in line with God's purposes and his character and nature? Then that is a prayer of fruitfulness. Fruitfulness is a mark of God's kingdom coming in our lives. And when that happens, then he says in Matthew 6 verse 33, when that box is ticked, then all these things that you desire for success shall be added unto you. They shall be added anyway. Why? Because now you have gone beyond Satan's ability to tempt you. So you see that's the main difference there. Success without Building that fruitful character makes us candidates for Satan's attacks. We will still be candidates for Satan's attacks, but this time when you have built on that fruitfulness, when we start bearing that fruit, that character and that nature, then he can no longer corrupt. But if the character is not yet built in us, then you can't resist. We are highly susceptible, vulnerable to corruption, to temptation. So are we still praying for success and so becoming ready candidates, sitting ducks for Satan's attacks where we won't be able to resist? Or are we going on our pursuit towards fruitfulness where you can still have the success but this time we become stronger in our spirit? We fight from the spirit, not from the flesh. And there is nothing Satan can do when you submit to God. And then he gives you that success and you start resisting the devil knowing what you are fighting. Then after a time, he must get tired and flee. That's James 4 verse 7. So we need to think again, what are you really praying for? Are we praying for the fortitude to manage that success before we can actually have it? Or are we just praying for having all that materialistic success without the spiritual fortitude to fight whatever comes to steal it, kill it and destroy it from us? Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for an opening of our eyes to that truth and for your wisdom and guidance, Lord. So that when you say to each of us, just like you said through Moses in Deuteronomy 30, I place this day before you life and death, choose wisely, let our hearts under that wisdom like Solomon, make the right kind of choice. So just like over gold and silver, he chose wisdom. We are able to choose your ways much more than the ways of the flesh. I ask for that edification in our spirit this day, Father. And As we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease, for all families that are embattled facing division and separation of any kind. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, especially that of prayerlessness, busyness, ignorance and poverty. All kinds of addictions and afflictions as well that every such yoke of the enemy be broken by the blood of Jesus over the lives of those that we now pray for. And we pray for our own personal needs, those of our families and friends as well, especially those not yet saved. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And as we release our faith and our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the Spirit, we believe that we have received, Lord. We believe that this prayer is an answered prayer in the name of Jesus. I encourage all those that can pray in the Spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. That is now make our prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father.
1: Thank you, Father.
0: Thank you, Holy Spirit.
1: Thank you, Holy Spirit ki andaka
0: sara deba de sara <di
1: <tighteningen lớn> Undap
0: <hat> pak Shut up at the end of 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 the
1: end of the end of the end of the end of the end of
0: the end of the
1: dan
0: kalau <laughs> dambarachilara
1: ratolara chele rest
0: de 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 ke hasa rakhara pi anda la Shall I la da 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 da
1: da 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 da
0: da 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 da
1: da 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 da
0: da 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 da
1: da 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 da
0: da pai dendeli rada Şimdi kana Saya beri ada lalat, ada keras, ada kerapakah ada apa? Ajaran <imitation> jalaran, ada beri lele, 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 da lele, lele ya. Berfikir
1: ia bergerak,
0: ajaran jalaran, ada Ananja Radala Radala Baradala डाला रा डाला बा
1: ปุnda
0: pa kahiya saraka piya saraka piya ra ja la 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 de la de la de la de la de la de
1: Set up in the Canabaca,
0: he had a catapia, the
1: Canabaca. He
0: had another Raja, another catapia. Maradekilis, Shadaka, and the Baka, he has the Baka, sat up Unda pakai ada keraja
1: sajak. Unda pakar ada bayan ada kami ada kerap. Ada
0: kerapakah ia sajak ada pih. Usaha ada kami ada kerapakah ia sajak
1: ada pih. Unda kami
0: ada kerapakah ada ada Kenapa kah ia? Unda
1: peyada dia, on the Palaya, Sarayakia, Rada Kelly, on the Piada, Cadapia, the
0: Cadapacan, the Cadapia, the Bacca, he has set <laughs> Academy Pacada Pia, Sada Catapa, Shila the Catapaca, wa- here, Biada, la Dada, la What's on the Sada
1: Pacia,
0: Sada Canamia, the
1: or a
0: Shana the miyan da kada
1: pakari ya la la ya
0: samke
1: da 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 da
0: da 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 sarada
1: kada de rada rada
0: tanda mama mi ada kada paya
1: kada piya sarada
0: sarada rada 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 rada
1: rada rada for I desire mercy and not sacrifice. The knowledge of God rather than burnt offerings. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
0: Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture shared in the chat. This is from 1 Corinthians, 6, sorry, 1 Corinthians 3, verses 6 to 9, quoted from the NIV. Where it says, I planted the seed. Apollos watered it. But God has been making it grow. So neither the one who plants, nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who makes things grow. The one who plants and the one who waters have one purpose, and they will each be rewarded according to their own labor, for we are co-workers in God's service. You are God's field, God's building. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these morning encounters, Brother Sarajevo's powerful daily reflections, our divine mercy and rosary sessions, as well as Friday Bible teachings, please share links for Zoom and YouTube so that with friends and family so they can join us live or you can point them to recordings on YouTube or on our Spotify podcast page, also on our Facebook page. Also, you can share the link to the telegram group so they can come join us and post their prayer requests there on the chat. And others will pray for them. Just a reminder again that we will not have Bible study session this Friday as well as the Friday next week. Our next session will be in the new year, the first Friday in the new year. Under the mercy and the grace, the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives these days so that as we are blessed, let us go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day ahead, everyone.
1: Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone.